Hey, welcome to Dumb Thick, where you're dumb and we're thick. Ho, ho, ho! Merry Christmas! Roll the intro. Hey, I'm Tell, recording from Auburn, Alabama. Hey, this is Grayson, recording from Florence, Alabama. And I'm Ben, recording from Decatur, Alabama. Welcome to the podcast, everybody. It is officially Christmas week. We're very excited for Christmas, and we hope you guys are too. We have a lot of different Christmas-related things to jump through in this podcast. Uh, It should be a lot of fun. But before we get into it, uh, last podcast, if you didn't check it out, it was all about our Christmas vacation that we all took together. It was a lot of fun. I highly recommend it. But there was something that I left out from that podcast. I specifically left out because it was at the very end and it didn't really relate anything to the trip. And I figured, why not save it for this podcast? It'll make for good little beginning content. I haven't told Grayson this, but obviously Tell was there. He dropped me off at my apartment. When I go up to my door, my door is wide open. Like the door to my apartment is just completely open. And I look around to the other doors. My entire apartment complex has their doors open. And it's not like we're in an enclosed area. We're just like on a street and like we have street access to each door, right? So anybody could see any of my stuff in my living room and walk in and take anything. And I was just horrified. You want to hear my theory on it? Yeah, let's, let's hear it. So, you know, I stayed the night at your apartment before we left to go on the trip. Right. And, you know, you didn't have a fireplace, but Christmas is coming up. So I think your, your landlords were just making sure that Santa could get into all the houses. <laughs> yes, that's totally it. Um, no, that's not it at all, but I do appreciate that. The thing was, is I got an email, I think it was the day before, maybe a couple days before, from my apartment saying, hey, we're going to have people come and paint your door. And I was like, okay. that And that's literally all the email said. It said, people will be coming on Friday to paint your door. We put a notice on your door about it. And I was like, okay, that's fine. I'm not there, but it shouldn't affect me at all. So I go in. Uh, to my now open door and obviously everything smells like paint. So it, it, they had been painted. I go in and they set the notice that was on the door on my couch, meaning that they were in my, my apartment, which is a little sketch. Uh, and on the notice, it was a, a list of information that they didn't send me an email about because I was out of town. I didn't get this stuff. And one of those things is that because of the way the paint needs to dry, they will need to open our door, uh, keep our doors open for at least six hours after the painting. But there was nobody like around to watch it. So anybody could come in and I was really mad and tell and Joe j- dropped me off and came in and used the bathroom. And so they could, I mean, you guys saw me at how mad I was. I feel like I was really mad. Consider, I, you know, I don't get mad that often. No, yeah, you were, you were not happy. He was like, I think he was honestly like, he was just waiting for me and Joe to leave so that he could really get mad about it. Cause he doesn't, I don't think he likes to get mad in front of other people. Yeah. Well, I think it's stupid to get mad, but this is stupid. <laughs> this was the stupidest thing I've ever heard. So I go over to, it's a difficult thing because I'm very aware working in like public 
like I've done like restaurants and stuff like that. And like sometimes decisions are made that isn't up to you. So I didn't want to yell at the lady that I was talking to, but I wanted to tell her that this was a very, very, very stupid thing for them to do. And obviously there were people in the back and they could tell, I I hope they got all kinds of complaints, but I I went and told them and I was like, listen, I got the email about it, but y'all didn't tell me that my door was going to be left unattended. If you had told me that I could have potentially sent somebody to make sure they could sat in, you know, sit in there and make sure my stuff is okay and not stolen. But, and they, their only thing was like, like, well, we don't, you know, come into your apartment unless there's an emergency and I'm like you've said that before but clearly that's not true because painting my door isn't an emergency and yet you leave it open to where anybody can come through I was so mad and I was like I just don't think this is a good idea and here's another thing that got me they're like well in the future you should tell us when you leave when you're not in your apartment why would I need to tell them? They should know not to keep my door open or, or to keep me informed one way or another. Leaving a note on the door is not enough. I yeah. just thought that was so stupid. Yeah, that's really frustrating, especially in a, you know, especially like they they know that you're a college kid, I'm sure. Yeah. Well, so, the lady remembered me. I don't. I don't know how she knows me, but she's like, Oh yeah, yeah, you're, you're the one. She knew exactly what apartment I was in. So she knew me well enough to know, like, you know, I, which apartment was mine and everything. So they knew I was a college kid and stuff. And like, well, in the future, they told me that's when I told them, okay, I'll be gone for another month. Like I'm gone until school starts again. Like, please do not go into my room. And then they were, again, they said, Oh yeah, we only come in for emergencies. And I'm like, no, like that's clearly, I don't, I can't trust that. I was just, I was really, really upset and there's nothing I can do about it. Obviously I'm under a lease for him, but that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard of. And it definitely like changes my view of, of like having to deal with him. It just seems like such a stupid idea. Uh, yeah. but that's, that's all I had to say about that. I just wanted to kind of vent and it was just something stupid that I had to, uh, go with. Yeah. If you want to, well, if you I want to ask a question. To I want yeah. to ask a question about it. So, when I was there, they did an awful job of painting the door. Like it was blotchy. Um, they got paint on the wall behind the door. Yeah, inside so, my inside my apartment, there's like right. paint, black so paint sucks. on my white wall. So that sucks. But um, you know, like obviously, they better not do anything like blame you for that in your like you know the security deposit but so they were going to come back and redo the door right like that that wasn't the final coat was it so i was informed that that was the final coat oh my um, gosh and uh, that was another thing the 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 thing that they printed had an error on it so that's why i was confused about that so not only was this information that they gave us wrong they only gave us in <laughs> it on the door and it was just the stupidest thing well, that's it terrible. Was, it was the stupidest thing. I'm very, I'm very anti that. Um, I just, we'll move on to something happy. We'll move on to the Christmas stuff. Uh, tell what is the first Christmas related thing you wanted to talk about? Um, well, we, uh, we mentioned this. So we were all sitting around at, in Gatlinburg at the cabin we rented, um, watching the Santa Claus movie. 
Um, and we were talking about how, you know, all of the Christmas movies, you know, we're going to, hold on, disclaimer, we're going to talk about Santa Claus here, so if there's a, <laughs> you know, if if you if we don't want to talk listeners. about, yeah, if you don't want to talk about Santa Claus, then might want to click away because I don't know what, what's going to be said, but, but anyway, so we're, we're watching the Santa Claus movie and you know, in every single Christmas movie, the adults do not believe in Santa Claus, but in those Christmas movies and perhaps in real life, Santa Claus is real, you know? Perhaps. And so so we talk so we were asking the question like so what happens when the parents so the kids grow up and become parents and they don't believe in Santa anymore and they start buying the gifts pretending that Santa still exists in the movies, right? So are they like does Santa just skip over those families because Santa has already visited even though it's not actually Santa, it's the parents doing the Santa presence yeah that's the weird thing to me is like how do parents not believe in santa if there are just magically presents underneath the christmas in these movie universes santa does exist yet the parents still don't believe Uh, it doesn't make sense to me and we were talking about it and i the only explanation is that santa doesn't stop by those places you know like i can't think of another uh, explanation but then it's like, well, then what's the point? <laughs> I just like that's probably eighty percent prob of houses. I I don't know. Maybe we should test it this year. We tell our parents to to a hundred percent believe in Santa, and then we'll see yeah. if we get a stop by Santa. Don't buy any presents. Just let Santa do his thing. You know, Grayson. Because, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, I think that would be a good experiment. Um, I guess I've never thought to deeply into it maybe maybe the maybe maybe it's really if i mean i guess we can get a little bit deep into it maybe santa claus is perspective thing so either way maybe the parents are buying the gifts but the parents see it that way you know because they're older and more mature they don't have the magical thinking anymore and the kids see it this way although you know one thing is happening gifts are being given um, but the kids are seeing it from their imagination while the parents are seeing it from like reality and the movie just kind of breaks that down, you know? Ooh, so maybe, are, are you saying that like the movie universe is portraying the child's imagination? So it's exactly. not the reality. So in every movie about this, every time you see Santa interacting with a child, it's the child's point of view. And then the parents is the parents' point of view. So it's like this dual reality thing. Exactly. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. That's kind of trippy. To appeal to more people, you know, to get more people to watch. Yeah. So it in a way, it's truth to everybody that's there. And, exactly. And it, yeah. It's not it's nothing's a lie, you know? Because the kids <clears throat> like they're not being harmed. That's why, you know, Santa Claus is one of those harmless lies usually, as long as you don't carry it past a certain point and you like uh you know go out way out of your way to lie like obviously you know like that's that can be harmful but you know just the encouraging kids to have an imagination and to enjoy that part of life you know because it does fade as you get older is not bad at all you know and so i i think like santa is is a great you know thing because regardless if if you think he's real or not it still brings joy to 
so many people, you know, well, it's just based let, on their perspective of it. Let's talk about that. You know, some people will say like when they grow up, when they have kids, they're not going to tell their kids that Santa is a thing. They're, they're going to be honest with them. What do you guys think about that? Are you guys thinking you'll uh, tell your kids about Santa Claus? Tell? Uh, yeah, I'm definitely going to tell my kids that Santa is real because that's how I grew up. And I thought it was a blast, you know, to believe in Santa, the Easter Bunny, the Tooth Fairy, all those things. And, you know, like the argument is that, is yes. that um, you don't want your kid to then question everything. But, yeah. you know, like, why not have your kid question everything? Yeah, I'm I'm on that. I, I feel like you that, should question things. Yeah, it could raise... First off, it, you know, sparks the imagination, which sparks creativity, and I think that, you know, like, that helps... That helps you, your brain develop and you become smarter of using that. Um, and so I feel like if they do question everything, that's a good thing. And I feel like lots of the times it's like the, you know, like the uber Christian families will do this because they don't want, oh, they don't want their kids to be like, oh, Santa isn't real. That that means that, that Jesus isn't real either. And, you know, it's like. It's two separate like, things. In yeah, my opinion. it's a separate thing. And. But even then, you should never, like, encourage your kid to not question God's reality. You know what I right. mean? Like, they should question it at some point in their life and come to the conclusion themselves, aside from what their parents tell them, that, yes, God is real. Right. You know? I'm about like, that, too. Uh, Grayson, do you have anything, like, else to say about, like, you know, telling your kids that, like, are you going to tell your kids? Do you think it's weird not to? Yeah, I mean... I think there's certain things we can't get away from, especially if you're going to send your kid to like any kind of schooling, even if it is private schooling, like kids are going to talk about Santa Claus, you know what I mean? Um, at, At any age, because it's not going away. It's in the media, like some of our favorite movies, even if you don't believe in Santa Claus has references to him and you play those during the holiday season. Uh, especially like down South, I think it's, it's, I don't know how it is other places cause I've only lived in the South, but, uh, I also remember me like as a child when I like was got to the point where I was like knew you know I made my own decision about whether what I thought about Santa Claus and the thought process it took to get to that before I was like you know what like this is my decision not my parents decision or the media you know whatever I don't know that I could have put it into those words at that age but that was a good healthy thing you know like a healthy thought process as a kid to come to your own decision about it and then say, Hey, this is the decision I've made. And then at that point, you know, your parents can choose whether or not to pursue the lie or not. So did your parents ever tell you like straight up, like Santa's not real? How did they handle that situation? Cause still to this day, like, I don't know if I've ever had a conversation with my parents that were like, Hey, you know, Santa Claus isn't real, right? I, it's just like, we assume, <laughs> you know, like, so we're on the your, same page here. So it's possible that your mom and dad still think that you believe in Santa. Well, if my mom is mentioning something, she'll be like, she'll say like Santa Claus, like, right. like, you know, this is well, Santa my, Claus. It's almost time for Santa Claus to come, you know, whatever. Right. Yeah. My mom, well, potentially my mom and dad still wrap presents from Santa to give to me 
or it's oh, Santa. Wow. Who knows, really? But yeah, I mean, I did have a conversation. I have a sister that's almost two years older than I am, a little bit under two years. Um, and we were sitting um in my dad's office at the time, just in the house, and uh, we were having these conversations like. Dad, we yes. know Santa isn't real. Is he real? Is he real? And, you know, <laughs> and uh, eventually, I think I think it just went like, no, he's not real. I think Dad just straight up told us. Um, and then then you know we were like, well, what about the tooth fairy? She's not real either, right? And he's like, no. And the Easter Bunny, he's not real either. And it was really Santa. My parents were really good about, and the Easter Bunny, they were also really good about keeping that illusion going. Right. The tooth fairy illusion was terrible from the start because mom had it to where dad was in charge of being the tooth fairy and he was just awful at it. He would always forget and me and Jesse would lose a tooth and we'd wake up in the morning, the tooth's still there and so we'd be crying and wailing like, she forgot about me. Ah. <laughs> and then mom would be like, I'm sure she's just running late. Come on, let's go get McDonald's for breakfast to, you know, to cheer you up. And wow. then she'd like, like elbow dad as we leave the house. And then dad would write this note. I'm so sorry I was late. It was a busy night from the tooth fairy. <laughs> well, <laughs> but, when it comes to that kind of thing, it's like, it's definitely goes like in the rank of the fake fictional, like child characters. Tooth fairy's the worst. Easter Bunny's next on the list. And then Santa Claus is definitely on the top. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, Tooth Fairy, it doesn't really matter. It's just like a way to make a buck. You know, it's. Right. It, I was not ever drawn to the Tooth Fairy, I feel like. Uh, yeah. Um, but I appreciated I th- the getting a dollar or two. Yeah, <laughs> it was great. I, lost the tooth. I, think, um, I think one of the reasons that Dad just straight up told us um, once he deemed that we were old enough when we actually asked, is Santa real? Um, was because he believed all the way till sixth grade. And he came home from school one day with like a bloody nose because he got in a fight on the bus with oh some kid gosh. that told him Santa didn't exist. And so dad didn't ever want us to get to that point to where we were like old enough to be fighting people over it. <laughs> so <laughs> Your dad would totally be the type to do that too. Yeah. Well, how old were you when you finally found out then tell you were less than sixth uh, grade? Yeah, it might've been, it might've been, um, uh, I'm not really sure. It was either fourth or fifth grade for me, which Grayson, would mean it was fifth or sixth for Jesse. I think. Do you I remember I when yours? No, I don't remember. I think I was probably in middle school when I. Fr- I just never questioned it. You know, I was young. I was just like, presents come, cool. Must be from this big, <laughs> this big bearded dude. You know that that makes logical sense. But probably in like sixth grade, I was like, I or maybe I overheard somebody talking, and I was like, yeah. That that makes more sense, and I just went with that. But again, yeah. I never discussed it with my family. There was never like a, hey, mom, Santa's not real, huh? Like, there was never a point with that. I just was like, okay, cool. My sister, though, very aggressively tried to, like, call out mom and dad, and they're like, and and I remember her, she still does this. She's like, mom, we know Santa Claus isn't real. <laughs> just so they'll admit it, I guess. I don't know. She's I not being think, duped. 
Yeah, I just think that's so funny. No one's going to pull a fast one over Rachel Cooper. <laughs> Does she listen to the podcast or no? I'm not sure. I think she, she catches them every now and then. I yeah. don't think she listens to every single one. But. So, Gr- Grayson, you didn't have a you didn't have a conversation with your dad about if Santa existed or not. I think I remember. Just all right. So there was this other thing he did, uh, where he would like blow at the red light because he was looking at the other red light to see when it changed, and we just yeah, thought like it the was traffic lights. <clears throat> yeah, we thought it was magic, and then one day I called him. <laughs> you know, and I remember I remember that, and I know I was like elementary age like probably four third fourth fifth grade but uh it it was probably around then it was kind of similar to that where i was like hey dad like i don't know about this i think i'm (laughs) i think i'm smarter and this is why and i don't know that he was just like yeah you're like you're right but he did his thing where he was like yeah no santa's real (laughs) you know like that kind of thing you know yeah that sounds like johnny yeah so Kept the, he kept it alive, but yeah. I th- no, I think I think what no 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 actually I remember something else he said. Uh, when we would ask him, he said he would say like "I'm your Santa Claus," like just and we would know we would be like, "Hey, no, like chill out, like is Santa Claus real?" And he'd be like, "No, yeah, like I'm your Santa Claus." And we're like, that's, "We're not talking sweet. about you, yeah." And he's like, "He never." He's like, "I never lied to you." <laughs> yeah, that's good. <laughs> That's funny. All right. Well, the next thing that I wanted to do on our list of things to do for the podcast is I wanted to talk about Christmas movies. We kind of uh, mentioned them in the last little topic here and there. I wanted to talk about our top three Christmas movies. So hopefully we have at least an idea of of what we have in our heads of like, you know, like, oh, this is what, this is what. So... I'll go ahead and start, give y'all a second to think if y'all still need anything, with my number three and then we'll go up to our number one. My number three top Christmas movie is The Polar Express. What do you mm. guys think about that decision as number three? Let's just keep going because we might share some of these. Oh, yeah? Okay, okay. Well, what is y'all's number three then? Grayson, so, give us yours first. All right, yeah, I'll oh, go mine. My yeah. number three is Christmas Chronicles. Oh, nice. those, the worst movie movies. I've ever seen. No, no, I freaking love one. It's freaking garbage. Love. Freaking love Kurt Russell as Santa Claus. He's great. Okay, dude. We'll we'll skip. We'll go to go to tell. For me, I've forgot about the Polar Express. The Polar it's Express great. is so good. Right, oh. it has to be on there. Ah, uh, see, I was I was gonna say the Muppets Christmas Carol for my third movie. <laughs> yes, I've never <laughs> seen that. But the thing is. Like, I would say The Muppets Christmas Carol is super enjoyable. And if, like, if I had to be transported into a Christmas movie world, that's the world that I would want to go into. Yeah. Um, But I, I might say The Polar Express yeah, is a better movie than that movie. It's a lot so of funny. I'll go ahead and jump on the train with you, Ben. And All have right. That is my third one. We'll go in depth of the movies once we figure out our list. Like I, like Grayson yeah. pointed out, we might have repeats. So my number two is the Santa Claus, the one with Tim Allen. Great, has to be on my yeah, list. Big that, fan. That's also my number two. Nice, nice. Tell what's your number two? I love that one, but my number two would be uh, White Christmas. What is is that? The old one? Uh, it's with Bing Crosby and yeah. Danny Kaye. 
I watched that one for the first time when I was a freshman in college um, with one of my friends, and she was a big fan of it. And uh, it was good, but like, you know, eh, it doesn't make my list. All right. And my number one top, my number one top Christmas movie, it's the best one. I have to watch it every single year is Elf. Love Elf. Big Elf fan. What do you guys think? Mine is the Polar Express. It's my favorite all-time Christmas movie. It's got everything you need. It's got everything you need and more. And and Tom Hanks. I respect. All right, what's your number one? Uh, Mine's uh, It's a Wonderful Life. And I feel like that's an interesting choice because it's not super Christmassy. Yeah, it's very feel-good. Yeah, but it's I only set watch Christmas it time. at Christmas time because it takes place on Christmas Eve is where the movie ends up. But like, it's one of my favorite movies of all time. So of course, if it's deemed a Christmas movie, so I have to put it as number one on my well, favorite Christmas movies. So I think it's interesting that to, uh, Grace <laughs> Grayson put Polar Express as his number one, and you know. One of the reasons why Polar Express is, it's on my list because it's a great movie, but one of the reasons why it's brought down is the fact that it's a cartoon. (laughs) And we've talked about how I'm just not a big cartoon fan, and it's just a wonky looking movie. Like all the 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 faces, like there's the memes of the all the faces in that movie have like dead eyes, and like it's just a weird animation. But the story is really, really good. So obviously, it makes my list. Is there anything y'all want to say about I th- the Polar I Express? I like the animation. I think it still looks great, and it's like, how old is it? It's pretty old. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's not in the super 90s, old, but two thousands or something. No, it's like two thousands for sure. But yeah, I, th- I still think. I mean, I see what people mean when they talk about the eyes and stuff. But I mean, I just take that into consideration because it's older. Yeah, and I love I'd- it so much. <laughs> I definitely think it would have been a better movie if it was not a cartoon. Thank you. But if they made it now, it would be a banger. Yeah. yeah. I think, you know, we could relate this two podcasts ago. I talked about why are we using CGI for everything? Yeah. Because it ages. And when Polar Express came out, I remember we were all like, it looks so good. It looks like this is the most lifelike cartoon we've ever seen. And now we make fun of it because it doesn't look real because the eyes look dead. You know, you don't notice things when it first comes out. And now looking back, we've gotten better at the eyes. And so we notice that those eyes look bad in that movie. So it would have been better if it was not a cartoon, but it's still a great story. The music in it's great. You know, it's just like the whole it's got the whole package there. Yeah. yeah, to me the Definitely. biggest thing I'm looking for is a is a good story and every single one of my uh top movies are very like story like the story is just very cute, you know what I mean? Uh I want to talk about Grayson's uh Christmas Chronicle choice a little bit more. I really think that's just some recency bias bias on yours. You've watched it like recently, you just watched the new one or whatever and you're like, "You know what? This is the this no, is one of the great. best of all time." I think but the Russell's... story in that is garbage. No, it's not. It's great. What is the story about? What is the story about? Are we talking Christmas about one Chronicles? or two? We're talking about one. I'm assuming. I'm asking Grayson yeah. though. 
Yeah, I mean, the first I, one. I like the whole... I just like Kurt Russell with Santa Claus. That's my thing. That's, That's his only, only reason. reason. <laughs> no, I mean, I think it, the, all the action and everything looks a whole lot better than the Santa Claus. It all looks more real because it's updated. Um, they did all that better. Yeah, all that. There's but a lot the more But the story action. of the Christmas Chronicles is considerably worse than the story of the Santa Claus. What? Yeah, explain, that's, explain that's why the Santa plot. Claus is number two. Explain the plot. That's true. That's true. You did have Santa Claus too. Um, well, I mean, Kurt Russell is Santa Claus. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the best part. All right. Look, I've seen well, the Santa Claus more recently, so it's on my mind. For well, what here, I remember, I can give you it, it's been a while. Of it. Yeah, the second one, I know the second one's plot because it's like the, the, the little evil guy comes in. Give us the plot uh, for the first one, Tell. Okay, so the first one is it, it basically rips off multiple of the Santa Claus movies. So it starts off with it's about a, a single mom and a brother and sister. Um, and so their dad had recently passed away and his favorite time of year was Christmas. Okay, so it's really hard on them because he used to always decorate the house really big and now like nobody wants to do it themselves because it brings back too much memories. The mom's always working. I think she works at the hospital and she gets called in on Christmas Eve to go to the hospital. And so the brother and his little sister are left home alone to fend for themselves on Christmas Eve. And they used to hang out all the time. They have these like cute little nicknames for each other. Um, the little girl was is Katie Cat because her name's Katie. Um, I don't know what the what the brother's name was, but he had some sort of cute nickname too that the sister used to call him. But now he's older and he's in high school and he's like hanging out with the wrong crowd. He like stole a car the night before, and the little girl filmed him stealing the car. And it was her dad's video camera. And so she's like really attached to the video camera. And she says, um, she gives this ultimatum to her brother. She's like, okay, you have to hang out with me and do what I want to do on Christmas Eve or I'm going to show mom this tape of you stealing the car. And he's like, fine. And so what they end up doing is they take the doorknob out of the closet door. They hide in the closet and film through the doorknob hole at the fireplace to try to catch Santa in the act. And they do. They catch Kurt Russell coming down the chimney on the camera. Um, and then they eventually go outside while he's still in the houses and they climb into his sleigh and he takes off with them. And then they freak him out when they reveal that they're in the sleigh with him and he crashes the sleigh and loses his hat and all his stuff and all the reindeer and so they're stranded in Chicago, I think it is. And so Santa, the brother, and the little sister have to work together to locate the sleigh, all the reindeer, his hat, so that they can save Christmas. And then once they do all that thing, then they go around and try to make the rounds to all the houses while it's still Christmas Eve. Yeah, and that's great. It's just not a, um, the story is just not there for me. You know what I mean? Like compare the story basically being kids tried to catch Santa. Kids catch Santa. Kids hide away 
and then make Santa crash, and then they have to fix that problem. That's the story. And then, like, that that's basically the story summed up really quickly. And when you hear it that way, it's like, well, I don't need to watch that one. You know, like, yeah, I'd miss I mean, that one. I recommend watching it. I thought it was a cute movie. It's not one of the greatest Christmas movies, but, you know, if you're one that watches lots of movies, I recommend watching that I one. I guess that's true. And if you're one that doesn't like to watch, to rewatch movies, go ahead and watch that one, because it's worth a watch. But the second one, however, I cannot recommend watching the second one. I did not like the second one. I think oh, Grayson really? did. Yeah. I thought this- Grayson... He was really complimentary of it over the, I liked the, the it. Yeah. when we were hanging I, out. Yeah, I, I thought it was good. All right, well, we'll move world. on. Yeah, we'll just we'll, go ahead. we'll move on from the Christmas Chronicles. Uh, I don't really have anything to say about Santa Claus, uh, the Santa Claus movies, but I would like to talk about Elf and tell you mentioned like you would want to be in the Muppets Christmas world. Yeah. I think I would like to be in. It's really simple, but I would like to be in the world with Elf. Because it's it is it's set in our world, like everything's the exact same, except Santa Claus is is like actually real. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I just love that. Like that would be really cool. And then the fact, like the whole elf thing, I love in that movie the way he like spreads positivity, and he's just this just goofball that runs around getting himself in all kinds of trouble, and it is just so much fun. And I think when you listen, it's so rewatchable because every little thing is just like, <laughs> you know, he goes and does that, like, oh, this guy, and then, you know, oh, this guy, he puts yeah. the uh, the syrup and the spaghetti and everything, and you're like, ooh, but it's just, yeah. you keep wanting to come back to it, you know? My thing with Elf is I have watched it at least once every Christmas, probably more like two or three times every Christmas nice. since it's came out. Because that's everybody's go-to, hey, you want to put on a movie? Let's just watch Elf. And the reason is, I can quote that entire movie. I can I can bring you through scene by scene. I can t- point out every single joke. It's like I know it all already. And it's still fun to watch. But I don't think I'm ever going to be suggesting, hey, let's watch Elf, because somebody in the room has already suggested to watch Elf. It's just like, it's the most played Christmas movie, and it's a good movie. Like, I'm not sick of Elf. Like, I'm probably going to watch it recent, like, soon. We started watching it over um, the the cabin trip, didn't we? Yeah, I I think we watched all of it. Or I did. (laughs) Maybe I was just hanging out watching the movie. So, like, I'm not sick of Elf. I'm, I'm just saying, like, it's just the go-to movie right now. There's no movie that's on. If we, I bet if we looked at like screen time of each Christmas movie, Elf might be the most played Christmas movie. Well, I think it's the most recent, like instant Christmas classic. You know what I mean? Like most people say that Elf, or not most, but like a ton of people say that Elf is one of their their favorite movies uh, of the Christmas time, or at least in their list of top three, I would think. And it was recent. Like, Elf came out in what, 2008 or something? Uh, Yeah, I don't know. I'll look that up real quick. I would say it's either Polar Express or Elf that's the most recent classic. Elf is 2003. Oh, wow. So Polar Polar Express Express came out in 2004. That's weird to me. I figured Elf came out later yeah. than it did, but I, I still do, think that holds up. That it's a very new yeah. 
very Christmas classic kind of vibe, even though it's fair. I mean, it's 17 years old, but it feels new. Polar Express feels older, in my opinion. Yeah, I think that's because it's cartoon versus, well, it's it's not, if it was drawn cartoon, I, I think that age is better than computer generated cartoons. Yeah, maybe. So I think cartoons. a computer generated movie made and in the same time period or time as a live action movie is going to feel older, you know, 20 years later. Well, do you guys have anything you want to say about your specific movies that you mentioned or you want to move on to the next topic? Um, well, you know, I think Dumb Thick's favorite Christmas movie as a whole is The Polar Express. Yeah, I guess since it was on all of our lists, huh? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Oh, that's kind of cute. We should get together and uh, watch Polar Express or something. Yeah. Just and we'll we'll do we'll do a viewing party with all of these uh, thousands of podcast listeners, and we'll <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. So, tell you had another topic that you wanted to go through, right? Um. Yeah, I've got like a couple little topics that we could talk about if you want. Okay, to. let's go. Let's go. Um. So here's one that we can all just get into. I don't know if we have we talked about colored lights versus white lights for Christmas decorating on the podcast. We've definitely talked about Christmas decorating. But well, yeah, I don't think we've talked about lights specifically. And the only reason I say that is because I'll go ahead and answer the question you're about to ask. I really just don't care. One way or the yeah. other, I think it's great. Like yeah. Grayson's got white lights behind him on his uh, camera. I love white lights. I think that's like a nice classical look, but also colored lights are very fun and festive. So yeah. either way, I'm like, dope. Like, <laughs> cool. What's, yeah. What's your thoughts, Grayson? I mean, I'm obviously like I've got white lights up, but I mean, I'm the same way. I would. Yeah. You know, I think care. they do. They are more classic. If you, you know, I mean, we kind of have like classic decorations in our apartment you know they're not super eccentric yeah. so we just do the white lights but i like it i like them all i'm sure yeah. tell has some kind of obnoxious opinion well i mean like <laughs> I'm, I'm not against white lights but i definitely vote for colored lights interesting but that's you know i grew up with it and you know maybe it's weird because i'm colorblind so i don't know what colors i'm looking <laughs> at <laughs> but it is i feel like you know when you're a kid, Christmas is easily the greatest time of year. And when you grow up, for most people, it's still their favorite time of year, but it's much diminished, I feel like. Yeah. And so, and that's because you lose lots of your Christmas spirit, you know, like in all these movies, the grownups lose their Christmas spirit. They stop believing, you know, they have other things going on. It's not just like, vacation for a month it's not like fun times because you're you know you're working up until christmas and then you have a couple of days off and lots of times you're having to go do stuff that you don't actually want to do because you gotta go you know some i mean you do want to see your family but you know you gotta go like visit family members that you're not super big in like sure. friends with stuff like that um and i think having colored lights at least for me, it just like reminds me of like being really young and being like, wow, Christmas is just like literally magic. I think it keeps like the childhood spirit alive better than white lights because white lights seems like a 
you know, like a classy, it seems like a grown up thing to move to is white lights for me. Okay. So, so you just want to hold on to the yeah, childhood. I, I think wonder. it's fun to hold on to it. Yeah. Okay. It's like, I mean, that's reasonable. my imagination. Yeah. That's reasonable. But like, I don't know. I, I, I've just never really thought about like what lights are better than the other. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, is there like one more topic that you want to hit before we close it off till? Yeah. Um, so I got a, a notification from Yahoo News today about how there's a uh, a big winter storm coming to hit the Northeast uh, United States um, tomorrow, which would be uh, the 15th of December. Um, it's supposed to last, I think, from Tuesday to Thursday or something like that. But it's supposed to be one of the bigger storms that's happened in the last few years. Um, like the the heaviest parts of snow... It's supposed to be like 30 inches of snow, up to 50 mile per hour winds, possible like minor tidal flooding in the coast. Like that'd be crazy to see all that. Sure. But I wanted to to ask you guys, have you ever been in like a a Christmas snowstorm or just a snowstorm in general or anything like that? Um, the only thing I think we'll pretty much all have the same answer. Right. And it was maybe not, but it was that time that we all had to miss like five days of school because of the snow just got so bad that we like couldn't travel because Alabama is not prepared for that. Um, and I remember that being a big deal and we like couldn't leave our houses basically for, for five days or however long it was. And now in 2020, not being able to leave your house for five days is not that big of a deal. That's just like a regular week in the COVID, you know, life we live. But back in 2014 or whenever it was, that was like, what are we supposed to do all day? So I remember we went over to, uh, or at least I did. I can't remember if Grayson, if you were there, because you might not have been able to travel from where you live. I don't remember, but we went over and we like, um, sled and did all that fun stuff but uh, yeah. that's that and that wasn't even that bad of a storm it was just the fact that it snowed hard enough to where we couldn't drive yeah so well every time it snowed in uh every time it snowed in decatur alabama which is north alabama um you know me and my dad have four-wheel drive vehicles and so we would just put it in four low and just drive really slow and so even when it snowed, like I remember when it would snow, I would want to get together with people. And before I could drive, I would have dad drive around and pick up like we picked up our friend Josh Robinson, uh, who lived close by Ben. And then we went and picked up Ben and we went and played in the snow together um, because like our parents wouldn't let us go out by ourselves because at the time Josh was He's the same uh, grade as I am, but he's older than me, so he could drive. But his parents wouldn't let him drive in the snow. So we always still went out and did things, even when we weren't supposed to drive on the road because it was icy and snowy. But the only time for me was there was a a big snow, but I had to go back to Auburn, and I was like sliding off the road when we were parked. If we parked, I couldn't, like, I was still moving because my tires were just sliding and I was just, like, sliding off the slant of the road. So that was kind of scary. But then the biggest snowstorm that I, I mean, it probably wasn't the biggest, but it was the only one that I, we were 
in Auburn already. I think it was 2018 in January or February, and the snow was coming down. It started snowing at like 8 o'clock at night, and it didn't stop snowing until the next morning. And so I had all my friends come over at the time before it started snowing, and we were just hanging out at my house, like waiting to hear if we were going to have school the next day. Wait, hold on. You remember... We we have a podcast about this snow day. Uh, oh, really? The, the YouTube channel. We uh, we recorded oh like the second podcast ever, like the day after that big snow day. And so, if you look up, I I don't even know what it would be it's called, called, but Man Hour, Man, Man Hour, hour number two, number two probably. Like I think oh at the gosh. time it had like like. 20 views if that so i don't know what it has now but that that whole story is there i say we we let them check that out i don't know i say no don't go check that out let me say it here it'll be a whole lot better don't you think Uh, i don't know i don't know let me just do it real quick go ahead then we'll move on to grayson's and so it was me and my friends hanging out in my house waiting to see if school is going to be canceled and sure enough it was canceled and so we like were hanging out like partying until 5 a.m. And at 5 a.m. we were like, all right, let's go home or let's have everybody leave the house so we can get some sleep and then we'll, you know, reconvene in the, like in the morning, even though it was already morning, we're like, we'll, we'll reconvene around lunchtime to play in the snow again. Sure. And so we go out and they can't drive because they drove over in cars and such. And so I'm like, well, I guess I'll try to take you guys home so that you don't have to sleep on the floor. And so we all pile into uh, Clarence. At this time, he had a a roof on his head. So he's four-wheel drive. So we start going down the road, and I can't... I don't know where the road is. I can't see it. There's snow coming down really heavily. I can't see, like... I don't know, like 15 feet in front of me. I can't see. And so... I eventually, I get like halfway to their house and I say, I can't, we, we have to cross this major road. And I'm like, I can't see, I don't want to cross this road. And so we end up just turning around and going back and they all just slept at my house and that was it. <laughs> so we were what snowed fun, in at my house, but what a fun Christmas time. Yeah, it was uh, fun. Grayson, do you have a Christmas story? And if you don't go ahead and start wrapping it up, tell them where they can leave us a review. <clears throat> uh, I remember when it snowed on Christmas uh like several years it was probably 2009 2010 yeah Mm -hmm. uh i remember that it wasn't like a storm or anything but it was just nice because uh like my uh stepmom's mother had cancer and -hmm. that was like her last we didn't know it at the time but that ended up being one of her last christmases and so i remember Mm -hmm. that being like a super like nice beautiful time because she was still like healthy and happy enough to enjoy that you know Mm Hmm. Um, but that, that wasn't like a super like crazy storm. I mean, I yeah. like, I remember what you were talking yeah. about in like when we, yeah. uh, I think tell you came to where we lived because Matt, Brandon and I all lived really like right next to each other. I think you drove one year it snowed yeah. that you were talking about. You drove yeah. over there. I don't know if Ben came or not. No, that Probably was, a, that was a really special time because that was, it snowed. There was no snow Christmas Eve, and it snowed Christmas Eve night, and on Christmas Day there was snow on the ground. Yeah. So that was really like a magical time. That I thought yeah. that was really cool. All right. Well, Grayson, where can they leave us a review? 
on Apple Podcasts, we uh, we'd really appreciate any feedback, um, positive or negative. But obviously, we like the positive. We will read it on uh, on the podcast. Yeah, we'll read um, we'll read a negative review either way. You know. Yeah. Yeah. If the one one star person wants to come back and write a description of why they put a one star, that would be cool. But you know, obviously, you don't have to tell tell them where they can uh, follow us, where they can keep up with us. Yeah, uh, we have a podcast Instagram. It's at Dumb Thick Podcast. So it's Dumb Thick with two C's podcast. Um, and you can DM us questions or comments or whatever. You know, you I would recommend following us. We have some posts. We put up some stories every now and then. Um, it was a fun time. We documented our. Uh, our Gatlinburg trip that we just got off of with using the Instagram stories. So you could have watched it live along with us. So that's fun. Um, you can also DM one of us personally, if you'd rather just talk to one of us. And so mine is at tell Sheeler. Ben's is at Ben plays tuba. Grayson's is at Grayson underscore Wilkins. Um, I think that's about it. Thank you guys for listening to this podcast. It was a little bit shorter. You know, sometimes we hit around the hour. We've been doing that a lot lately. This is just at 50 minutes, but it's Christmas time. We got other things to do. You guys got to go talk to your families. So if you're listening to this, it's a short one. So use the extra 10 minutes to talk with your family for 10 minutes. You know, have a good time. Merry Christmas to everybody. We'll see you in the next one. Goodbye. (laughs) Merry Christmas, Craig. But you still got to get out of here, buddy.